You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that's back at last. You see, last week we were on a break. With me are Nicholas John, hello, and Karami Kamil. Hi, guys. All right, now the EPL is two weeks in, and there have been a few great results. Defending champions Manchester City put five against Norwich. Elsewhere, Manchester United drew one all against Southampton, and already there are calls for Olegana Solskjaer to be sacked. Guys, talk about. A fickle bunch of supporters, right? Yeah, all it took was one one match. You know, after that thumping uh, win over Leeds, everyone was like, "Oh, all is the best, all is the best." And then they draw one match, and it's like, "All out." And it wasn't even a loss. <laughs> it was just a draw, guys. Uh, Manchester United fans, I think they were on a high due to the five-one win against Leeds. They and... must have been high if they were to. Uh, <laughs> it's a different kind of high. <laughs> But I think they forgot that Oli always has problems with teams playing a very tight defense. You know, because Leeds played an open game. That's why they managed to score five. So against Southampton, who played a much tighter defense, it's classic Oli that he can't break the opponent's defense. Okay, perhaps uh, there are more understandable calls for uh, Mikel Arteta to be sacked. Arsenal lost their first two opening matches without scoring a single goal. It's the first time it's happened, I think. Sounds like my love life also. <laughs> Is it time for Arteta to go? I, I think it was time for Arteta to go last season. Uh, there's always this talk about, oh, he, he needs time, he needs time. Uh, how much time do you want to give him? He showed last season, I think, that Arsenal is perhaps too big of a project for him. Not to say that he's not a good manager, not to say that he didn't try, but I think it, it's a little bit overwhelming for him and it's going to be more of the same this season unless they, you know, the, the, the bosses make a change. I have to disagree with Nick because uh, Arsenal have changed managers, what, three times in the space of four or five years, right? Uh, they sacked Wenger and then they get rid of Unai Emery. If Arsenal sacks Arteta now, they're going to have to reset again to rebuild the team. Arsenal always have this young team, you know, and I think that the managers weren't given enough time for the players to fully develop. It's either that or their players were bought off by some of the clubs. So Arteta did bring them an FA Cup a couple of seasons back, if I'm not mistaken. So I think they need to hang on to Arteta for a bit longer. The two losses this season is due to most of the first team players were injured and some of them were positive with COVID. So it's understandable for them to lose those two matches without Aubameyang, without Lacazette, just to mention a few names. And the last time they sacked Wenger, they sacked Emery, Arsenal did not get better overnight, did they? Yeah. So, it kind of reminds me of Man United as well because when Fergie left, uh, we they went through all sorts of managers, right? As you said, all this constant chopping and changing of managers, they're going to go nowhere. If this goes on, I have a sneaking suspicion they're going to be mid-table mediocre for a long time. It could be true. It could be true. Um, Arsenal have a good bunch of young players in Bukayo Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe. So give Arteta time to develop these players. It's difficult for Arteta to bring in quality players because Arsenal are not playing in the Champions League. So that's a downfall for any big players to come to Arsenal. I think they need to do well in the league this season. Uh, 
forget about the first two matches. Uh, Aubameyang is back. I think Lacazette is also back. So their attacking force is back to its best, I think. Uh, just give time for the young midfielders to bloom. There has been talk uh, that apparently Lacazette or Aubameyang could be sold off uh, before the, the window closes, right? Yes. Uh, I think, uh, was it Barcelona who was interested in Aubameyang? But since Barcelona is in a financial crisis, I think, it's pretty difficult for Barca to get Aubameyang. I agree with you in a sense that sacking Arteta now would create more unst- like in- instability. But at the same time, I also don't think that he's the right man for the job at the moment. I think he's more like, you know, he probably would do well at a smaller club, not at a huge club like Arsenal, where the expectations on the manager and, and, and on the club are huge. Yeah. But at the same time, if you sack him, who do you replace him with? Well, if Arteta continues, um, Arsenal will become a smaller club, so he'll fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> Who should they replace him with? Uh, recently, there were suggestions that they approached Antonio Conte. I think he is available, right? He's practically jobless right now. And he has uh, Premier League experience having managed Chelsea. He does. But if you are Conte right now, put yourself in his shoes. Would you manage Arsenal? I, I am Not to take any jabs, not to take any cheap shots to the Gunners fans, but do any Arsenal fans want to manage Arsenal right now with the players they have? Sol Campbell wants the job. <laughs> <laughs> He said to himself, he wants the job. That's quite rich coming from a former Spurs player, right? (laughs) Should he though? Should he? Does he have any experience? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't think he has any. No, but it can't get any worse for them, right? (laughs) The other big headline this week, um, good news for Spurs fans. Harry Kane is staying put at Tottenham at least for the summer. So... No more transfer saga until probably January. Lah. Yeah, this one was a case of, I think, you know, it, it kind of ran its course. There wasn't enough time for them to, to keep negotiating anymore. So they said, yeah, forget about it. We'll, we'll worry about it either in January or like you said, next summer. Uh, but the thing about the whole Kane thing is it was long. It was drawn out. It was just unnecessary drama for everyone. So I think finally, like, it's about time Spurs can now focus on the season ahead. Kane himself can focus on the season isn't ahead and City can you know stop worrying about whether they're going to get their man or not still on Spurs um, what do you guys think of the new manager Nuno Espirito Santo it's still early to judge him right now but he led Spurs to a comeback against a Portuguese club in the UEFA Conference League qualification they won 3-0 Kane scoring two goals in that match so, uh, they did beat Manchester City in their opening game, right? 1-0. So I think he would do much better than Jose Mourinho, I think. And also working in his favour is the fact that Kane is now, you know, staying for the season. So that will be a massive boost for them up front as well. Moving on, uh, Manchester City having failed to uh, land uh, Harry Kane. Some reports say that um, they could make a move for Cristiano Ronaldo instead. Ronaldo, with his history at Man United, do you see him playing in uh, City's colours? This is very, very interesting because way, way back, uh, he was asked if he would play for City and that time he said he would not. So with these rumours, I think it's going to be interesting for us to see. Uh, I personally think that he will go to City, but I'm not sure whether City can find the resources to pay the salary or the transfer fee or whatnot. Uh, because City has no out-and-out striker at the moment. They only have Gabriel Jesus. So Ronaldo would fit in quite nicely at City. But if he does, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how Manchester United fans would react. Because when Ronaldo was with Real Madrid or Juventus, whenever they played against United at Old Trafford, uh, the fans would 
would sing praises to Ronaldo, right? So mm-hmm. I think that would change. I would love to see that. <laughs> I, I think players of a, not players, sorry, supporters of a certain age who who supported United when Ronaldo was at the club. I don't think there'll be too much animosity. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of you know animosity if, just by the fact that he's playing for City. But he left the club on quite good terms. Yeah, and he's uh, quite well loved by by that generation of supporters. So I think the new ones who who maybe don't know Ronaldo as a United player may you know feel a little bit of hatred there, lah. Yeah, and I seem to recall that he delayed his departure from United by one year, right? Because uh, he liked he loved United so much. Yes, yes, he did, and he brought he helped United to the Champions League final that season. But unfortunately, they lost to Barcelona. But this one is a bit weird. It, it it seems to me that it's a case of Ronaldo wants to leave Juve. PSG either don't want him or can't afford him or can't get a deal done in time. So the next available option is City. And he says, okay, fine. City can afford me. That's where I'm going to go. So it seems a bit rushed and, and not as, as well thought out, in my opinion. La. Next up, it's Kylian Mbappe. Odds are he could be making a move to Real Madrid. Um, do you see it happening? Uh, I personally don't see it happening this season because he, they've only got what a few more days to wrap it up, right? The whole of Europe closes the transfer window at the same time, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. So that that would mean that they've got like a, just a few days to wrap everything up, and I don't think they're close enough in terms of the negotiations to to get something sorted out in time. Uh, but Mbappe is. Based on the reports that we've read, he's very unhappy at PSG. He wants to leave. So it's one of those things that it's going to happen, just probably not this transfer window. I agree with Nick and I am very, very excited to see Mbappe in a Real Madrid shirt, finally leaving the French League, the so-called Farmers League, right? So I think if he does go to Real Madrid, he could possibly be the the real next big thing, you know, the real next superstar after Ronaldo or Messi. He has been in that category for quite a while, but since he's in the French League, the competition is not that tough. So he's not at that Ronaldo or Messi tier yet. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Real would be uh, like the perfect next step for him. And I also don't see him sort of sharing the limelight with Messi at PSG anymore. Because Messi is the kind of player where he needs to be the top dog, the, 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 the alpha male, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, uh, a move to Real would really do his career good, I think. Now, the Premier League uh, continues this weekend. Uh, the big match, arguably, is uh, Liverpool hosting Chelsea. In other matches, we've got Manchester United against Wolves. Uh, Arsenal are up against Manchester City. Let's see how that turns out. Third defeat in a row. (laughs) And a few other matches as well. Don't forget, you can catch all these matches on Astro. Also happening right now is the Tokyo Paralympics. To the Paralympians in Japan, good luck we are behind you all the way. I am Faisal American. I am Karam Mbappe. <laughs> and I'm Nicholas John. <laughs> Goodbye and stay safe.